0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Your Ben Jarofsky show for Friday, March 20th is just moments away. But before we get into this, we got to thank the following unions for jumping on board and sponsoring this program. Unions like the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Non-Aerosmith Workers, Local 126 and District 8. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 9 are Sponsors. As well as the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 150. Giant thank you to those unions for jumping on board and sponsoring this program. And of course, today's Ben Jarofsky Show for Friday, March 20th is brought to you by our good friends at the Chicago Federation of Labor. Benny J, give us a quarantine song of the day.
2: <laughs> well, this is a this could be a little shocker, D. This is your generation. All right, long story here. How I got this song, probably tell it uh, while I know exactly what it is. What? That song we were talking about yesterday, right? No, no, oh, no, Negatory, oh. no, no. All right, this is a song I heard last night. I'll tell you more about it anyway. But I'm not really quite sure how it goes. Not that it matters anyway, because even when I know how a song goes, doesn't come out right. But it goes. Let's see. Uh, anyone could see that the road that they walk on is paved in gold. Down here, <laughs> I've never heard that song. Has anyone heard that song? <laughs> anyone could see. Da, 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 it's by a group called Fastball. Oh, you just got the, all of the words wrong. That's what it is. I beg your pardon. I believe the words are anyone anyone could see the road they walk on is paved or any way they, I don't know. It's something like oh, that. Oh, you're right. You're just awful at singing. Yeah, okay. that's- <laughs> Yep. You got that? Where's Miller? That Ballard? is a good
1: song, though. Fastball. They got two
2: good songs. Look at you knowing stuff. Oh, yeah. I did, oh, yeah. Not, I did not know about that until yesterday. But uh, anyway, that's the song. And I'm trying to be hip and current for our 90s. Oh, I'm only 20 years behind the time. And you
1: know? yes, if you're just now joining us for our quarantine special, occasionally you will hear the brown line. Turns out Ben lives right by it. And I mean right by it. So uh, I don't know. It kind of makes it unique. The Ben Jarofsky Show starts now. It is Friday, March 20th, and live from Ben's house, this is The Ben Jarofsky Show. Today on the program, it's another Ramana Rundown with Sun Times editor Ramana Hussein over the phone and making her long awaited Ben Jarofsky return over the phone. CTU Vice President Stacey Davis Gates. And now your host, the meanest air-based
2: player on the planet, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Hello everybody, Ben Jarofsky here, we're calling this Denial Friday, and here's why. It's day three of a shut-in, I'm keeping count, the way they did in movies about guys locked in prison, you know how they do that D, they scrape on the walls, day one. Oh, yeah. And then they go two. And then they always put the line, when they get to four, they put the line through it to make it five. That's how it is. Day one, day two, day three. Oh, it's not that bad. Come on. It's not like I'm in prison. I mean, I get out. Well, I actually did. I carved that on your wall. Sorry okay. about that. <laughs> day three. <laughs> oh, number God. three. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Anyway, I get out. Last night I went to CVS, and that's where I heard, okay, here's the deal. I went out to get some, you know, uh, pain pills. My wife told me don't get ibuprofen because if some if you get coronavirus, it's not helpful. That I'm life. so
1: glad your wife said that. My mom told me that the other day, and I'm like, oh crap! I got to tell Ben. He loves that stuff. Man, I love that <laughs> stuff.
2: What do I like more, coffee, ice cream, or ibuprofen? Can I get back to that <laughs> please one in a little please bit? pick one of the first two? Uh, so anyway, I uh, so I'm at the store, and you know, apparently, I'm the last guy to know anything uh everybody else knew this thing about ib uh, just the way your your mom what up vicky and my wife uh they knew it and so it, all, on the only thing left on the shelf was ib i mean it's everybody's like oh we don't want it funny how that works let's let's let have ben take that but there was this one bottle of aspirin so i'm asking people in the store you know is aspirin work does this uh, we, you know and they're like who's this weird guy hey six feet yeah. you know go come closer Anyway, while I was there looking at the aspirin, that song came over. I know, I think I'd heard it once before. I'm like, oh my god, that's a good song. They made up their mind and they started packing. That's what the song. Whoa!
0: That's like one of
2: the is verses. That, no, no, it goes. Anyone could see. Da, 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 da. Anyway, I was listening to that song. I was really feeling it, and I got the aspirin anyway. And now it turns out I'm not sure that you're supposed to take aspirin either. So I got all this aspirin, ibuprofen ah so it is anyway um uh i got i uh, woke up this morning with something new on my mind d uh, deniers i've been thinking a lot about this here we are uh, we're following along with all the rules we believe essentially what all the experts in the world are saying that this is a serious uh, health crisis and that you should isolate yourself quarantine yourself uh, change your patterns to protect not just yourself from getting uh the germs but also passing them on you know you don't want to be a carrier all right uh so here we are doing you know you know, have all these phone interviews we had them yesterday we're doing them today they just reminded me i gotta wipe down yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, hurry up. Uh, and uh, all our guests are very, you know, they're doing the same thing. But out in the, the rest of the world, there's a lot of people who are in denial. And you know some of the denials. Uh, let's see. There's the political deniers. That's the gang of people uh, who support Donald Trump. I call them Trump deniers. Uh, Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, and their followers. Uh, they're upset that this disease, this outbreak, will has caused the markets to crash. And it's forced uh, the country into a recession. If we're not there yet, we're certainly heading there and now they're losing the main argument they had for re-electing Trump uh, which is you know uh, that the economy is doing so well there's no point in changing it Uh, and uh you know, it's, it's really weird, this notion of, that we should rank our presidents or judge our presidents by how, like, the stock market is doing. We had this conversation with our good friend Nick Sposato, who is perhaps the only uh, Trump supporter who's ever been on this show. Right? What up, Nick Spazzato Yeah, still, you know, like Nick Spazzato he came on the show, Alderman Nick Sposato, and he said, Ben, it's hard not to vote for Donald Trump from his perspective when he sees his 401k rising, you know, and the, its the value is rising, he's getting more, he has more money than he ever had before, and uh, so, you know... He has to credit Trump. So I think about that, I'm thinking about that argument. What's the corollary? Well, it's uh, hard to vote for Trump if your 401k is falling. So if you're going to support Trump because the stock market's going up, then it just stands to reason that you should not vote for Trump if the stock market is falling. I can already hear the argument coming from the Trump supporters. They go, well, Ben, you don't understand. Trump had nothing to do with uh the coronavirus it's not his fault right came from china isn't that what trump always says it's the chinese virus uh so it's not his we can't blame him well i would argue that trump had nothing to do with the stock market's rise so it's this interesting it's like there's really no objective measure in the eyes of trump supporters uh correlating the markets to trump It's like if the market rises, they give all the credit to Trump. If the market falls, they blame somebody else. So the point is, is realistically, if they're honest, they'd have to admit that the market, the fall, the rise and the fall, the market bears no, has no bearing whatsoever in whether they like Trump. They just like the guy for whatever reason. So I just think you should be honest on that one, folks. Uh, There's nothing specific or concrete about liking Trump. You just like him. Uh like I like I'm trying to think of someone that I like. Like I like Adam Sandler, all right? Oh, you uh, love Adam yeah, Sandler. At least the un- Sandman, uh, you call uh, him. At least an uncut jam. Speaking of Adam Sandler, uh Rob Schneider is another denier. He's one of Adam's friends from Hollywood. Uh Adam did not have him in his last movie, I'm happy to say. Uh he that he's kind of like you like Schneider, right? No? Uh
1: totally. not really. Okay. I remember he was the copy guy making copies. <laughs>
2: hey making copies uh, he, he had one one or two good movies way back when but it's kind of weird he's out there uh you know denying it and i i'm not quite sure what's motivating him i don't know if he's like rush limbaugh or uh, sean hannity He wants to see trump win re-election so he's denying it uh, calling it a hoax in order to you know undercut the argument that trump's not effective but uh Uh, I don't know maybe it's just some kind of weird phase he's going through maybe he's trying to make uh, come up with new material maybe he's trying to be relevant maybe just wants to go on the opposite side where everybody else who's sane is but uh, whatever Uh, he's in the denier another denier and this is one of my current obsessions are those kids down in Florida for spring break I, I have a confession to make D I spent the better part of at least 15 to 20 minutes maybe longer uh, maybe a half an hour. Oh gosh, this is really sad. I woke up early this morning and I was just sort of doodling around the internet, and I started watching these these interviews with these kids down in Florida who've been partying like rock stars for the last week. Bro, we got this, <laughs> bro, bro. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. you don't even have to play the tape. You did a good. Uh... Uh, hey, man, it's cool. <laughs> Smoking weed, drinking, partying, bro. Oh, uh, here comes the brown line. Oh, uh, where is it? Up. Uh, there we, is that Ram? No, it's <laughs> not Ram. Just come on, Ram. Remember, that was my joke from the, about a year ago where Rom wrote the essay uh, for advising New Yorkers on what they could learn from Chicago about how effective our public transportation is. And it was as though Ram himself was driving the trains. Uh, and he had time to be the mayor, write the essay, drive the trains. Anyway, that's why I was going, is that wrong? Driving that brown line. Bro, I'm on the train, man. did good deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, back to the guys down in Florida. So there was this one guy in particular. I can't remember his name. I think it may have been Bradley or something. He began with a B. Is it a, it was one of these kids? Yeah, he's, he's perhaps the best known. I've, I've not watched him like three times. He's the guy, he's wearing a hat. I mean,
1: typically it'd be a Kyle or a Chad or like,
2: you know, a name it, like that. Yeah, I know. But it's, I think it's a B and he's such a bro. He's got the hat backwards <laughs> and he was like, uh, you know, uh, Corona, you know, it's like, well, I, I know he's a little more articulate than that, but not much more articulate. Ain't no thing, dude. Uh, and, are uh, young man. We're yeah, young. That's the point. And I was listening to this guy. And I had the feeling, by the way, there's another guy. I just, wait, before I get to this guy, the other guy. So oh, the other the guy. Other there's guy. always the other guy. <laughs> yeah, but there was like a whole string of these uh, young people in Florida that I was watching. And there was this one dude who was like, uh, what? And he, I swear to you, you, know, I love Reefer as much as the next guy. But this guy was so freaking stoned. And he was like, you know, why aren't we really working on <laughs> why are we trying to solve real problems like poverty man you know what i mean and war i'm like ah i could see you're on the front lines of the war against poverty right down there at that florida bar that you're (laughs) like you know he's like mad because we're wasting our time with this pandemic oh my god we should be working on poverty but meanwhile he's going to take a break from the the war on poverty you know take a little rest and relaxation down in florida anyway back to bradley Bradley was saying, you know, he's... I got that clip you were talking about. Oh, let's
1: hear it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a whole lot of catfish, some turtles. (laughs) Uh, No gators yet,
2: though. Uh, May have been his brother. (laughs) Yeah, they went from watching the alligator uh, in Humble Park Lagoon to going down to Florida, party, and Oh, God, don't ruin our party. Dude, I've seen
1: some catfish, some alligator. No corona there, bro. Uh,
2: and the train's going by. How you doing, Rom? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so he's, he, so, oh, boy, down there, whatever his name is, Bradley, Bro, let's just call him Bro. Broadley. Broadley. Uh, Broadley is, <laughs> I, I had the realization, this is a different kind of denial guy. This is a guy who's like, half listening all right so there's a lot of people like this not just uh, bros not just broadly not just young people a lot of people half listening and so they pick up what they want to hear and then discard all the rest so you know you could be t- ca- talking for hours and hours about the coronavirus and then you get to a sentence that says the people most in danger are old people that's what he heard that's all he heard and as soon as he heard that sentence he turned off everything else it's like oh i'm not old i'm young i'm healthy well, it doesn't affect me let's it on and so this is like that's it oh broadly broadly so it's like i don't know if it ever occurred to him you know that he might be a carrier he might pick up the virus and then like spread it to some old guy like the old guy in the sentence that has to worry about it you know i don't know if that occurred to him if he's worried about that if he's concerned about that I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. I've t- seen a whole lot of catfish go. and some turtles. <laughs> uh, no gators yet, though. Yeah. So you know, it's like, uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Why should I care? Party on. And meanwhile, the other guys uh, upset because we're not tackling the great issues of the the day, like poverty. Yeah, you know, like he's on the front lines.
1: And listeners, just so you know, Ben and I, uh, yeah, we're in the same room together. But I am not, you know, associating with other people. I've been, I've been eating garlic every day. Turns out that's like a uh, helps the immune system. So I've been taking care of myself. And he's sitting, my goal in life right now is to not get this man sick. No, and he's right?
2: very dutiful about. It. He calls me at least twice a day. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, I'm hanging in there. I'm feeling good. It's, it's good to get those phone calls. Oh, a lot of young people are calling me up, D. You know, I've hit that, that stage of life where young people call you when there's a coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> How you doing, old man? I'm doing okay.
1: But based on uh, what J.B. Pritzker may be announcing, I might get put in a slammer for
2: coming over here in a few days. Oh, okay. We'll get into that. Uh, but uh, anyway, so there's another form of denier. Uh, and these are the people who are the offshoots of the first. These are the people who actually listen uh, to uh, Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity when they deny uh, that coronavirus is a serious epidemic. Uh, and uh, there was a great article in the New York Times. My wife called it to my attention today. Thank you very much. Uh, it See that uh, newspaper, listeners? Oh, yeah. Show them. Show them. See that? There we go. You can hear it. No live video You're today, live, guys. You can hear it. Uh, and uh, so this, uh, <laughs> the headline is, anyone actually sick? Yes, she told her friends, my husband, written by Elena Plott, uh, putting a local face on the uh, coronavirus. That's a very interesting story about a community in uh, suburban New Orleans, uh, a right of center, to put it mildly, very pro-Trump community. They love Donald Trump. And uh, they, you know, apparently they get most of the news from Fox, Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, and they just treated the coronavirus, the news of the coronavirus as a hoax, as something contrived by Democrats to undercut Donald Trump, whatever it was that Rush Limbaugh was saying, uh, they believed. Uh, And here's one typical Facebook posting uh, that one of the uh, residents of this town put out there. Um, It goes, Hurricane Corona hype, sigh. And then she writes, I stole that from Rush, but I was thinking the same before he said it. And then one, two, three, four. Exclamation points. I stole that from Rush. My <laughs> guy's got a lot of power, a lot of influence. Well, it turns out that... We're not talking about the band. Yes, we're not talking about the band. Very important. Thank you for <laughs> saying that. Many of our listeners may have been confused. Wait a minute. Why are you talking about Rush? Isn't it that guy... Or is, there was that candidate, Rush Darwish? Yeah, very good. From uh, the 3rd Congressional yeah, yeah. District, Rush. For 10 trivia points, uh, Dennis, what is the drummer's name in Rush? Neil Peart. I did not know it. I, that was one of those times where I asked him a question and I didn't know the answer. Yeah, he recently Wait, passed away. He did, w- is he the guy with one arm? No, that's Def Leppard. Oh, Def
1: Leppard. I'm trying to uh, get Ben Hip onto rock,
2: uh, rock history, rock it, and th- roll history. This is funny. Uh, when Dennis and I are driving the car, a lot of times we listen to classic rock. When we're not listening to uh, Jimmy Dore or uh, Todd Glass <laughs> or Joe Rogan, you know. And so uh, we're listening to uh, uh, hard rock. And I got to tell you, if it's a song after 1979, I don't know it. And Dennis knows all these freaking hard rock songs. It's pretty amazing.
1: Well, man. I told him about Def Leppard and how, uh, you know, if you're ever down in life and you think you can't do something, well, always remember the drummer in Def Leppard has one arm. One arm. A one arm drummer. Wow.
2: one arm drummer. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, going back to the story of the Deniers uh, in, in Louisiana, somebody in their community got very sick with coronavirus and has been in a hospital uh, for at least a week, I want to say, is very close to death. Uh, it's kind of a sad story, but all of a sudden, all these people down in Trump land who get their news from Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh are coming face to face with the facts that you know, maybe this isn't a hoax. Maybe this isn't something that the Democrats made up, that the news media made up. So it's like they're being forced to confront the reality of their own denials. Interesting little point. They uh, are not quite sure how the gentleman uh, who is very sick got the coronavirus. My thought is perhaps he was infected by one of those bros who is partying in Florida. Broadly, We got a great show today, everybody. Yes, indeed. No denial on this show. We're going to deal with reality. Right, D? Uh, our guest, uh, Ramana Hussein. We're just like a regular Friday, everybody. Only Ramana's going to be uh, talking to us uh, from a phone in her house. On the north side of Chicago, looking forward to Ramona, who said she's all fired up. I talked to her already, D. She's ready to talk about those bros in Florida. Uh, and she's also ready to uh, talk about... Uh, Sean Spicer was apparently at Trump's press conference today. Did you hear about this? Oh, that dancing guy? Yes, the dance. The dancer? Speaking of denial. Oh, my God. Remember, remember the... Can I just go on a tangent here, of D? Go for All it. All right. I mean, uh, this is one of my favorite tangents. The um, He was on Dancing with the Stars, uh, and uh, when the when the show began, he said, Sean Spicer said, you know, okay, just back up. Sean Spicer, of course, is Donald Trump's uh, former press secretary, so uh, he, some, I can't remember when he got bounced, but he got bounced, but he still remains loyal to Trump, Yeah. He's got some issues there. Anyway, so uh, he was on Dancing with the Stars. He goes, the beautiful thing about Dancing with the Stars is that we can put politics aside and we can just all concentrate on the things that we have in common which is our love for dance all right and uh just just put politics aside democrats can vote for me republicans can vote for me if republicans don't like me they can vote for the next guy etc and so forth well as soon as it turned out he was a lousy dancer and the judges were all giving him low grades what did he do d he started making an appeal to red america to trump america don't let the left defeat me don't let them have another win and so he's trying to turn this into a political issue anyway that's sean spicer he was uh, in the audience uh, at the trump press conference acting though he's a, like he's a real reporter so we'll see what ramana has to say about that lots to talk about uh with Ramada. That's stacy davis gates love talking to g sdg sdg ooh, from ooh, chicago ooh. teachers union she'll be on the phone with us at two o'clock she's got a lot to talk about national politics local politics all kinds of politics uh and, uh, well, we'll be also doing an interview, but I guess we won't be airing it now with Samina Mustafa. We'll be dropping that tomorrow just yeah. to promote that bonus. Guys, we're still doing the same thing we've been doing. Oh, there's the Brown line. No, yeah, no ROM.
1: Yeah, no ROM. no ROM. No, we're still doing what we've been doing, all right? We're going to have bonus interviews on the weekend. Um, I think we got the live stream
2: issue figured out here, so uh, I think we're a fully functioning podcast right now. We're ben. Unbelievable, we're a fully That's functioning. Correct, man. thank you, Al Mueller. We have Mueller in the studio. Uh, and, He's here. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and, so- oh, maybe uh, you know, maybe one day we'll get uh, Pam. On the show. Oh, uh, my lovely wife? Yeah. Yeah, she came by the other day. A de- you know, the happiest man in uh, quarantine land, Dennis. Look, can I have more peanut butter? Can't get a peanut butter sandwich every day now. <laughs> now, come on, peanut butter and jelly. I'm <laughs> not a monster. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Samina will be here as well, but she won't be on the live feed. She will, uh, she'll be, oh, she's fired up to talk about uh, national health care and the... De- she made a very good point how the Democrats are blowing their opportunity to be to show themselves the show uh, themselves as a party of opposition, a party of reason and rationality uh, that they're they've kind of Joe Biden's disappeared. Have you noticed that day? Um, huh. Yeah. And there's an argument. You can't. I can't imagine Bernie disappearing at this moment if he were at center stage uh, and the presumptive nominee. He's always in our hearts. Play the radio. Make sure the television, (laughs) excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night, the the, the phone. Make sure the kids hear words. Yes, indeed. So uh, anyway, we have uh, plenty of conversation ahead of us. Uh, But before we do that, the young man from Alton, the man they call the doctor. With the news.
1: How's it going, guys? Not a doctor. I didn't really write my news. Like I said, I uh, rode to the Sun Times and grabbed all the equipment uh, we needed here. Uh, the roads weren't too busy, believe it or not. Uh, But we do have a quick update here. I'm sure everybody's been hearing about it. The following comes from Capital Facts and the meanest Illinois political bulldog in the yard, Rich Miller. Mm -hmm. It says here, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker plans to issue a, quote, shelter-in-place order for the entire state starting Saturday, tomorrow. Essentially commanding residents to stay in their homes as the officials take drastic measures to slow the spread of the coronavirus, sources told the Chicago Tribune. Pritzker is expected to announce this directive at 3 p.m. today. So uh, maybe as we're doing the show, it's going to happen. We'll try and maybe play a a bit of it live or uh, grab some clips from it or maybe uh, play it uh, for a bonus interview. Regardless, we're going to try and cover this. Uh, Residents can still go to the grocery stores, put gas in their cars, take walks outside and make pharmacy runs. All local roads, including the interstate highways and tollways, will remain open to traffic as well. So we're going to keep everybody posted on all this. Uh, like I said here, uh, I'm gonna try and uh, ride my bike over on Tuesday, Ben, for the next show.
2: Yeah, I uh, don't tell Pritzker, okay? Oh, hell, uh, you know, it, and we talked about this uh, how quickly this um, we were moving in the direction of a, all uh, of a quarantine on Tuesday. D, just remember, we had an election. Yeah, we had an election, and you know, I think about how insane that was. More and more, I mean, it's you you put it best you were talking about this last week because dennis and i had a bit of a disagreement on this like dennis was saying we should uh postpone or oh, you were heading in that direction i was mm-hmm. like i just want to get rid of it well, i still I w- think we shouldn't have done it yeah you're probably right and i have the selfishest reasons uh for wanting to get rid of it i was so sick of those bill conway commercials uh and i know i realize folks i confess that's a selfish reason uh and i am i'm i'm happy on this regard d it's not hanging over our heads uh, you know there's that But it is so counterintuitive that it was Tuesday, everybody is, Dennis points this out, this is his point, I gotta give him credit for it. Like, go vote, leave your house. It's okay, it's safe, go vote. And now it's like, don't leave your house, stay in your house. Leave it to a politician to go and tell me to go vote for him. And and so I will now defend uh, the brosters down in Florida. When you have- I've seen a whole lot of catfish, (laughs) some turtles. Uh no gators yet though. Broadly. Broadly. Oh I'm young, man. Like uh, what the corona, man. So what? Who Dude, cares? I'm flexing on it, bro.
1: <laughs> I don't even care.
2: No, they had these pictures of these guys, video guys of wrestling. You talk about social distance. These guys are like there's like everybody standing around. <laughs> like, and they're in the sand, they're doing the sand wrestling. <laughs> okay, guys, whatever. And then old boy, never, come on, my favorite. Uh, yeah, why are we working on stuff like
1: ending poverty well then there's things like i I mentioned it on facebook (laughs) last night there's still like dating apps still like up up and running like oh swipe right oh i like that one guys don't just stop
2: all right so the point is this the point is is i am now going to defend the brosters down in florida when your own government is sending out mixed messages and you're only barely paying attention anyway and you're inebriated uh, you know, it's, and you're young and you're just horny and you, you know, it's like, ah, what the hell? What difference is it? Mean, it's just old people anyway. Get it. So I, I'm, I'm kind of giving them a, a little out there, honey, huh, yeah. uh, man, not a very good one. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we have, <laughs> we're going to take a break, right? Young man. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Like we got, uh, people over the phone. Uh, we're going to be
1: talking with Ramana Hussein. We're also going to be talking with Stacey Davis Gates. I'm very interested to see how Stacey Davis Gates is holding up these days with everything. So everybody stick around. The Ben show will be right back live from Ben's house. Read the Chicago reader to get up to speed on what's what in Chicago culture, food, arts and entertainment, weekly concert listings, weekly event listings, the environment, travel. I can continue, but you get the point. And for all of you Chicago political junkies, raw weekly columns on real city politics from Maya Dukmasova and our very own Ben Jarovsky, The Chicago Reader, free to the public in newsstands throughout the city and online at chicagoreader.com. Read it now and be a more informed Chicagoan. The Ben Jarovsky Show's back, and I believe we have Romana Hussein on the line. Romana, are you there? yep i'm here can you hear me oh yeah Absolutely. loud and you clear now uh <laughs> there's an option for you can hit it's, the video to maybe see us uh
0: yeah i don't know <laughs> and my that. hair is all wet and it's gonna don't tell. worry oh, okay well, next we'll next never week.
2: mind then never mind yeah
0: nope. i'll do it next week
2: yeah doesn't matter nobody can see you anyway all right just be us seeing you and it's it's fine
0: yeah i'll do it next. i mean i'm supposed to do it's really funny because um I actually was thinking about this. It's really interesting how, like, people are talking about video chats and it's usually, I mean, the uh, dressing from work, it's all men who are saying to dress up. None of the women, all the women are happy to dress
2: up. Well, you know, okay. But, th- but i th- like,
0: like, I actually, I'm actually someone who really likes dressing up, but mm-hmm. when I go out, when I'm in, I kind of. W- wear my pajamas
2: anyway well romana you know because you see me every friday at the at the bright one and you know how much i like dressing up too uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> uh just kidding oh,
1: sarcasm at <laughs> its best uh,
2: by the way romana as i'm speaking the brown line is passing us the brown line is passing us and it has passed we're doing this show uh from cool. my house uh yeah so we're taking this quarantine very seriously uh and what's it like for you uh i think last week um was your first time trying it? Go ahead.
0: Yeah, it, it's, um, I don't think I'm someone, I, I kind of knew this from before. Thursday was my first time that I ever did a full day from home mm-hmm. and it was okay. And I knew that we'd probably be doing it for two weeks. And I was like, that's fine. And now it's new spreads. I'm like, I don't know how long do I have to do this? Um, it's okay. I, 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 like, I've, I've always knew that even if I ever had to work from home, it wouldn't be something I'd want to do all day or like, you know, all the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's okay. I, I miss people. Uh, I'm. I, I kind of think I'm more of an. I always saw myself as an extrovert. Like I get energy from other people. And when I'm just with, you know, with my the cats that we have and my husband, I'm just like, uh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I. I. I he, he actually likes working from home. Yeah. So he's more used to it, and I'm not. And we, you know, we're both. You know, we have a two-bedroom condo. Uh huh. And we're both working from the same space. So it's like, I hear the me- morning meetings all the time. Yes. I usually just go to my bed, the bedroom for my meeting. And I actually go under my electric blanket to stay warm. <laughs> I look like I'm sleeping. And I just like do the meeting from there. Although today, um, we, there's, they wanted to start, to start doing Google chat. Uh-huh. So I got to look, I got to look normal for that. <laughs> so, so we're going to do that. Um, I was going to blow dry my hair right after this. So, um, that I have to do um, via video because I guess we're talking over each other during the meetings and so our boss said that Chris Buster said it's probably easier if we can see each other
2: well uh, yeah so D- Dennis and I uh, just so you know nothing has changed for Dennis and myself we're pretty much wearing the same exact clothes we were wearing the last <laughs> time you saw us uh, I think that's the same sweatshirt <laughs> Dennis is wearing uh, so Romano, we shoot for the stars we right? shoot for the stars yeah. <laughs> and, and folks should know this. Romana is uh, is a very much an extrovert. I know this. This has to be a challenge for you because you do like talking to people. Uh, when I bump into you in the hallways, sometimes you always got something to, nice to say. We always end up having a, a nice chat. Uh, there are other people that have their heads down. Romana, you and I are not those. <laughs>
0: you ty- know what? I think I, I. You know what? I realized more uh, just within the last few years. Most journalists are very type A, and some of them are very introverted. And um, I'm not. I'm totally a Type B e kind of person. I'm extroverted. I'm not saying I don't worry about things, but I'm just kind of a little more relaxed than a lot of people. Wait, help me with and this. And my husband's now. less.
2: The, yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Excuse my utter ignorance. Type A versus Type B. What's the difference?
0: Type A is uh, Type A is someone who's like a lot more. I don't know. Just anal. <laughs> just kind of. I don't know. How do you describe a Type A personality? They're just very like. They're very responsible, which is not to say that I'm not responsible because I think I am. But they're just—I guess Type B people are more laid back, yeah. And Type A people are just more highly—they're just toutly, tightly wound. I don't think you or Dennis are Type A people.
2: No, no, I'm <laughs> that's definitely. We get it. along
0: well, you know. My husband's a Type A person.
2: Uh, y- yeah, it's,
0: okay. It's just very interesting. So that's what I'm saying. It's like working with him is—it's it's very interesting. But Is it the time? Like, he, like I'm still. I mean, he he went to go on an Aldi run right now, so he's not here.
2: Oh, so great! Let's throw him under the bus. He's not around no, here. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes,
0: I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw him under the bus. Most of that stuff we can say off the record. But I mean, we have we have different working styles. I mean, I mean, we're both like you know. I think we're both productive. We have the same. Um, we both value work the same way, but he t- he's a lot more serious. sometimes. So
2: well, let me of, let me give you, you my know, theory. I'm going to give you my theory in, in about journalists uh, and it's similar to actors. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm stealing this idea from an interview I once saw with Robert Redford, the great actor. And Robert Redford said that he essentially is a shy person. And that he says many, yeah. he, many actors are shy and they only come up to life when they're doing a role. And that's when they sort of, um, they can escape their shyness just by being in a role. And I think there's a type of journalist who only comes to life or comes to life when he or she is engaged in the role of being a journalist and asking questions. And so they're- Yeah. Big, and otherwise
0: they're socially, socially abnormal.
2: Socially inept, you know, I mean, shy, yeah, however there you there
0: are. There are. Right? <laughs> no, I mean no. I'm not saying Nick is like that because I make his very social. But we're definitely—he's more introverted than I am, and that's something I learned more after we got married. I'm just <laughs> like, I can like go out all day and just like I can go to more than a couple social gatherings at once, and he can't. Yeah, no. If he and- goes out once, it's a stop
2: uh by the way i the the mick you're alluding to is, is a dear friend of mine mick Dumkey, and he is definitely not i just want to make this clear in that category i'm talking about he's a very personable young man no, but no, he no. but there are limits to what he wants to do and uh he's different in that regard i love how these segments always i know he's <laughs> poor like, mick let's throw him under the bus i'm yeah. just saying i'm more extroverted <laughs> i mean he probably
0: thinks i'm crazy you know so it's like so um you know, it's like it's it's different. So working with him is definitely interesting. One thing I did, I was gonna tweet about. It's really funny when he talks to sources, he like talks really loud, and I talk loud. I'm a loud talker. Yeah. But it's like when he talks to sources, it's like the volume level goes up. So I was gonna tweet, and I might tweet it today, but it's like I was like, Gumpy reminds me of somebody when he talks to sources, and I go, Oh yeah, my parents when they could <laughs> talk to their relatives. In India, the 1980s, and the phone lines was really bad. That's what it sounds like. It's just, like, it's pretty funny. Yeah, well, it is. I want to tell him, I'm like, you know, you sound, like, you get really loud. And he's talking to his, like, coworkers, because so they have, like, you know video conference calls. He's very, um, he talks, like, you know, his normal level. When he talks to the sources, it's
2: just. He's like screaming. All right, let's let's move <laughs> and away. And I'm a few feet
0: away from him. But anyway, yeah, we can. We don't let's, have. To let's talk. talk. We don't have to. i don't, We don't have to talk about that.
2: All right, let's talk about something that's been on my mind, uh, and I already suggested to you that we we're. Gonna, I was going to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Donald Trump's insistence on calling the coronavirus the Chinese virus. Uh, there was a picture that the Washington Post photographer took yeah. over the shoulder of Donald Trump. His speech. Yeah. He'd they, actually scratched out. out coronavirus and wrote in Chinese uh what's your thoughts about why he's doing this
0: I mean he wants to make it seem I mean this is just my opinion but I am bringing my opinion into it making it seem like it's something that was brought in obviously you know this did start from China but he wants to emphasize that this is what they did to us kind of or it's a you know he did call it um last week when he had his press Uh, the announcement where he addressed the nation, he called it a foreign virus. Yeah. And I don't know if you read my column, but I did, I did touch it. I wrote a sentence about that. He's called it a Chinese and a foreign virus. Just so, I don't know, just to keep the whole theme of make America great again, like Mm -hmm. keep America safe. It's just, um, and I don't know if you know, but there have been like, you know, a lot of incidents where people have been, you know, saying things if, you know, there's an Asian person or Asian looking person coughing or sneezing. They, you know, there's all these, like, incidents where, uh, you know, people are talking about, you know, people are giving them dirty looks and treating them bad. So it, it just kind of keeps in the whole thing with that to stress that this is something very foreign. Mm-hmm. It's a foreign thing, you yeah. know. So And, you know, obviously, you know, this isn't, this is something that we're all in together. So I just think it's just a way to use language um, you know, he said that it's okay to use it because it started from China, and I think you know there have been studies. I, I've seen articles about how like it's kind of creates xenophobia, and he doesn't care about that. He kind of dismissed that. Mm-hmm. There was a reporter who tweeted that one of somebody in his cabinet called it the kung fu virus, and I think he was questioned about it. and I think he was going around in circles. Yeah. So I don't know. If I, I was the president, I would not use that terminology. I, I know that.
2: Yeah, I, I had this thought. And to- I, I had this. Yeah, I had this thought today, Ramana. When I was um, reading these articles, I've spent so much of the day being obsessed with people who are in denial uh, about the um, the coronavirus and its impact. I've talked a lot about that already. Uh, and Donald Trump has, in the last week, made something of a transformation for Donald Trump, and that he's. Uh, holding these daily press briefings where he's more or less sober or somber, far more restrained than he is uh, generally on his Twitter feed or he is at a rally uh, as he's trying to assure the country that uh, he's taking very seriously this health crisis. And its I was... I think the there was a poll out today that said his approval rating has gone up since he started doing this. It doesn't take much for the American people uh, to fall in line behind a powerful leader. So uh, I get this feeling that when he does what he says, uh, the Chinese virus, it's his way of sending a message uh, to his his followers, his true believers, that even though he's playing this role and taking seriously the notion that uh, this is a crisis. Yeah. For sure. He's still playing the role. Hey, I let you know, I still am Donald Trump. You get what I'm saying? Like,
0: Yes, exactly. Keep America great. I feel like it's that. oh, yeah, you know, America's still great. Don't worry. You know, that kind of reinforcement that this isn't something we did or have, you know, I don't know. It's just it's definitely something that sending a message to someone.
2: Uh, you know, speaking of Donald Trump's briefings, was it you that told me that uh, Sean Spicer was
0: <laughs> Sean Spicer? Yeah, I did. So I was like, a, you know, I, I, I keep track on Twitter, like, you know, so I guess he had his daily briefing mm-hmm. and Sean Spicer sitting there in, in the in the with the other reporters basically saying, you know, asking a question. And Trump, it's really funny because someone said that. he And I saw the clip. Trump basically calls on him as if. Um, he doesn't know who he is he's like oh you in the back over there <laughs> and then you see sean spicer sitting there asking questions It's so weird and it's just like it's just bizarre i mean is there someone that was in your administration all of a sudden he's in the press gallery asking you questions and, I, and then i think he kind of went after um some reporters too uh some reporter asked about what about all these millions of americans who um are afraid of what's going on, and he said something like, "Well, that just shows you're a bad reporter," and I think he called someone nasty too. So he was kind of attacking reporters, but then Sean Spicer can ask a question, and he's very polite to him. It's very, it's very funny. You have to watch it.
2: I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I was just curious what media outfit uh, Sean Spicer is working for. Uh, that-
0: yeah, I, you know, I didn't know. Yeah, my sister and law was talking. I saw it on Twitter because people were talking about it, but didn't it didn't say he could have been working for a media outlet, but it's really bizarre.
2: Um, And so I need your thoughts on the other obsession of mine. I'm a little uh, embarrassed to mention this, but uh, I spend a good chunk of the morning watching video clips of college kids uh, romping around the beaches of Florida uh, and just sort of missing the the old my old carefree days of my late teens and early 20s. What's your take about these kids? were, were you
0: were you a spring breaker no were you spring
2: oh my breaker? god are you kidding gonna, <laughs> <laughs> but you know i was gonna say um
0: i, have, I have my parents are my parents are indian immigrants we, i wasn't gonna go party so you know what i mean i i couldn't do that anyway but um it's it's crazy i mean it is hard probably to be someone that's young i mean i like going out i like hanging out with people so when you're that age it's probably hard but at the same time and my sister has an 18-year-old uh, son, and he had to go back to Champaign to clear out his stuff. And he's very social, and he's been going out and, you know, going hanging out with his friends and playing basketball. And it's hard to kind of keep him at home right now. But he's not going to spring break. But I just think that's crazy. That they, I'm, like, thinking at the same time, both these people have parents. But then we're watching the um, interviews of these kids, and I don't know. I just If I'm going to be um, – editorializing they don't seem like the brightest bulbs, in my opinion but you know the way they talked that one guy was like i'm gonna get the corona i'll get the corona or something so
1: by the way sean spicer I, it, works it, for it, newsmax oh sean's Sp- oh, okay what yeah
0: what is newsmax
2: good question <laughs> <laughs> you know, that when you <laughs> when you said that's like me when i asked dennis a trivia question and i don't really know the answer to it so for instance who's the drummer in rush and if he's no matter what he says i won't be able to say right or wrong because i don't know but uh, well somebody hired him and got him a press credential to get in there uh, yeah i uh uh, the guy that you're quoting is the one that I watched, in, and then I did a little background check on him, and he was—he's uh, a basketball player. I was a little disappointed that he was a basketball player uh, in high school because it's like you know the NBA is down, dude. Do you, I mean, did you think about you know, you, did you put one? In, I yeah, don't... I
0: know. There's like every day, like a, you get to learn about somebody on the NBA getting,
2: you know, oh, in the NBA virus, and yeah. then the first. Yeah. The
0: first guy that was positive test, wasn't he the guy that was like joking around about getting coronavirus? And he got coronavirus. So
2: it's like, well, on it the was jazz. Rudy, yeah, was, like, Ru- Rudy, Gobert. The, Rudy Gobert, Rudy uh, yeah. Gobert on the jazz. And then uh, he had this impulsive moment in his life where he, the inner 15 uh, year old in him, and there, there's an inner 15 year
0: old. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. Like, he's a little, that's a little different. He was joking. It was, it was, a little, it was more of a, I felt bad for him.
2: Well, and then he's apologized. Like kids, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I really don't, I don't blame him for that because it was just kind of a funny moment. And, you know, maybe he wasn't that smart, but these kids are like now. And you know, at that point, I, maybe I should say that it wasn't as drastic. Like we, you know, what we know now, even within like the last few days is um, a lot, you know, I just feel like, cause I had friends over like less than two weeks ago and it feels like, Oh, I mean, look like about, I guess tomorrow will be two weeks. And mm-hmm. it felt like it feels like such a long time ago. I mean, my trip got canceled. I was supposed to be in Portugal right now. So um, that feels like a long time ago since Donald Trump talked about the travel and, you know, the, the stopping of getting people, um, you know, stopping people from coming to Europe. So I feel like at this point, the kids should know that it's pretty drastic. I mean, we have a lot of these orders where we're told to stay at home. That wasn't the case when the Utah Jazz guy was being interviewed. So I think. I just kind of wonder, like, I mean, I know kids are older and they're 18, but I guess because I have, I have, I'm a child of I'm an immigrant, and my parents, my mom still, like, yells at me and treats me like I'm a child, which is, like, you know, I get scared of my mom, and it's not like the cord is cut. So I feel like, where are these kids' parents? Like, my parents would totally, like, lock me in the house or something.
2: You, uh, I just I, don't know. I have to tell you, I had the same thought, on, and I, I'm when I had the thought, when I was watching this kid and the kids, there was more than one. I was thinking, where are the parents? Isn't there a mother yeah. on the phone, like, really ashamed? Like, they see the, you yeah. know, if, like, I just think about, like, if it was me, you know, my mom would have been so <laughs> mad at me. What are you doing? <laughs>
0: your mom still would have been mad at your late mother probably, if she was alive, would be mad at you
2: oh uh, yeah oh my well i, I hope well, i hope i wouldn't do anything that <laughs> stupid uh but yeah I, well just
0: like a couple just a couple of days ago my mom i was just telling my mom because the gyms weren't closed this is before like everything started closing i told my mom i'm like i'm still gonna go to the gym my mom's like you go to the gym you can't come over to my house <laughs> so i'm just saying you know it yeah i wonder i just think it's ridiculous for these people to be partying in the beach at this point at time when they know all the news and there's no distancing amongst themselves. Um, we just, you know, we have to be, we don't have to get hysterical, but I think we have to be cautious and do whatever we can. Mm. Like I miss talking to people and I miss seeing my mom. I'm, I'm trying not to go into places where there's, you know, a lot of people. So I just think it's irresponsible to do that at this point and dangerous.
2: All right. Uh, there was another story in the paper that I, I was talking to you about today and, and you uh, had some great comments and I'd love for you to share this uh, your your thoughts uh, with our listeners about Nikki Haley, who the former governor of South Carolina, <laughs> and she was on the Boeing board and she stepped down from the Boeing board. Uh, and when I started to tell you about, I don't know, did you have an opportunity to, to read that particular stories in the sun? Times. No, I, I didn't. It, I'm it,
0: just, I'm just saying like, you know, she's one of those Indians that a lot of Indians aren't very proud of. And <laughs> so I told you that she was on, there's a thing called the Desi Hall of Shame. Mm-hmm. Desi basically is a uh, Hindu, Hindi or Urdu word, which means of our people. So, but Indians and South, all South Asians and use it. Indians, Pakistani, Bangladeshis, other Sri Lankans, they use it to describe themselves. So, there's this thing called a Desi Hall of Shame, where they have and I sent I sent it to you. I don't know if you got a chance to look at it.
2: No, I but didn't. it's basically
0: but, a list of mm-hmm. um, a list of Indian. Uh, um, current politicians and most of them are in the trump administration who you know all the indians are embarrassed about obviously not all indians but it de- depends on political leanings so they and they always keep adding people and most of these people right now are on trump's administration i think bobby jindal was on it at some point but now he's not just because he's not in the spotlight but you, you have to look at it it's just funny and then you know people share it on social media Yeah. uh, So I didn't, didn't, why did you leave the board?
2: Well, it was, uh, uh, it was (laughs) was sort of a convoluted thing here. She was on the board. and, And by the way, it's a very, it's a short story. So, Maybe there's more uh, to it, but uh, uh, Haley exits Boeing board over bailout. Former U.S. Ambassador Nikki Haley has resigned from the board of Boeing Company, cutting ties with the company. She long supported as South Carolina governor because of her oppositions to a bailout of the airplane manufacturer that is in the works. Quote, I strongly believe that one that when one is part of a team and one cannot in good faith support the direction of the team, then the proper thing to do is resign. Uh, and so she's... Uh, Again, it's a short article, but my ga- my uh, my sense of it is is that she's opposed to the government bailing out Boeing. Now, there's I could think of many uh, reasons why someone would be opposed to a bailout of Boeing uh, if there are no stipulations, for instance, yeah. that protect. The taxpayers from seeing their money go to huge what handouts to the top officials, as was the case, bonus payments. You know what I'm saying? There should be stipulations governing the uh, process of, of, of giving the money to Boeing. Uh, but it's hard for me to understand the principle of the government not getting involved in some way to uh, prop up the economy to minimize the impact of this coming Yeah, recession. no, I agree. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I, I agree with so, you.
2: Yeah. So it seemed as though it seems as though her impulse. And again, it's a short article. Maybe I have to find a longer article where she.
0: Uh, I have to look for
2: it. Yeah. Uh, Articulate her it,
0: reasoning. But her, her reasoning seems her to reason.
2: be a knee jerk opposition uh, to any kind to of government bailout, bailout uh, which yeah. I almost found refreshing into in a weird a way, uh, Ramana, because that's that's Republican. I mean, the Republicans, we've been talking about this all week, have been acting like socialists. The reason Donald Trump rose in the polls is because he's doing Bernie Sanders like programs to give money to people who really need it, give aid to people who really need it. And he's stealing it right out of Bernie Sanders. But it seems like Nikki Haley's still got that Republican in her. You know what I'm saying? Well, we yeah, it's a free market. We should let it rise and fall on its own. Um,
0: Yeah, that is interesting. I I have to definitely read it sorry i was giving you the background on her <laughs> not on her like when what some indian people think of her but
2: no i know but it's, uh, i have to admit uh, when i saw nikki Haley, like oh i gotta talk to ramana about nikki haley uh indian americans <laughs> in the indian. news yeah um so all right let's bring it uh to the local level for the longest time uh-huh. ramana you and i have been talking about kim fox and smollett gate uh i joked about this Uh, All the time, my utter obsession with the case, even though I don't think it's uh, that important, but I sure love talking about it. Uh, Kim Fox was triumphant on Tuesday. It seems as though most of the voters in Cook County uh, agreed with me that it wasn't worth bouncing her from office. Were you surprised?
0: Yeah, and and we we predicted that, too, didn't we, last week? Um, No, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean I knew it wasn't going to be like a cakewalk for her but you know I think I I was going to say I didn't think any of the other challengers people felt that they were as strong and you know most of their like as we talked about most of their criticism of her was the Jesse Smollett case and a lot of people even those who think that she should be held accountable for how that case was handled probably didn't think it was enough for her to lose her office to any of her opponents mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, during it, this, this the, there, it's
0: during the leg of the race,
2: there was an article in the Sun Times that said uh, the Republicans are very confident that uh, I'm not making this up. The the Pat O'Brien, that's his name. There's a famous actor, yeah. Pat O'Brien. So that, uh, but he's the Republican nominee. So remember, everybody, this was just a Democratic primary that was on Tuesday. Uh, there's a, a general election where the Republican candidate uh, gets to run yeah. against Kim Fox, uh, Pat O'Brien. Uh, they say he's in a good position to win this race. Don't don't be he, they don't underestimate him. They're saying uh, in a million years, I cannot see Pat O'Brien defeating Kim Fox.
0: I I can't either. And and I'm not as politically astute as you are. But just from um, what I know and what I've read, I don't think I don't think. he's going to be able to defeat her. That's my opinion. And this is someone that was a former Democrat who who switched parties to try to beat Kim Fox. I'm Mm -hmm. not knocking him. I'm just saying that this is um, the case. And he's also brought up Jesse Smollett, too, I believe, in the past. And if that's going to be a strategy, I don't think he's going to win. I mean, and and the last time we had a um, Republican in that office was 1990, I think. Uh, Jack O'Malley was uh the state attorney and i didn't realize that but i had the article in front
2: of me oh i was gonna gonna say i'm really impressed that you you remember (laughs) jack o'malley yeah he replaced i do i remember him he replaced cecil Partee, as i recall daly became mayor of chicago he left the cook county state's attorney's office and cecil party was the uh, committeeman of the 20th ward and a former state senator uh became the cook county state's attorney and then o'malley won and uh yeah, and then O'Malley lost to Divine. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was there there and then before that, way before your time, there was a gentleman named Bernard Carey. Uh, who was elected a Republican. don't remember him. Oh, yeah, well, this was way before your time. And he was elected. This is um, sort of a quirk in Chicago politics. He was a Republican, but he was elected in a large degree because of the black vote. And uh, black voters in 1972 revolted against the Democratic Party uh, and the candidate, Edward Hanrahan, who was the state's attorney that led the uh, police raid that killed Uh, Fred Hampton and Mark Clark, the two Black Panthers. And so there was a political payback in 1972. Mm -hmm. Bernard Carey, uh, in fact, Bernard Carey, uh, Romano, is the answer to the trivia question. Who's the uh, only Republican that Ben can remember voting for? I voted for him in <laughs> 1980, uh, long before uh, you were uh, voting. All right, uh, let's move on. It's the time of the, sh- the, the interview, Romano, where you give people advice on what they should do with their free time. Oh, Ramana's my God, I don't think there's ever been a more important <laughs> Romano recommendation
0: <laughs> since I, we started. Um, I, I, I was going to say take a walk. I'm sure which is what everybody else has been saying, too. I just feel like you have to go out and uh, take a look at all the stuff that's going on. I mean, I mean, nature, I just feel like I'm cooped up. I mean, Tuesday, I was literally at home all day and I just felt I felt so blah. So I would recommend if you can go out and walk, that would be great. I usually go to the gym twice a week and take an interval training class. <laughs> And uh, I'm not doing that anymore. So I, I run anytime I, as the other day, days of the week when I work out. And I've been running a lot more. And I have to find something else to do. But I have been running. I usually run on Fridays anyway. That's why I have wet hair when I go to your, um, into, the, into your show kind of drying up. But um, I would say walk. And then I, I was going to say I, we can probably talk about the column that I wrote about next week. But the other thing is, like, so I wrote this column about how um, a lot of South Asians and Middle Eastern people and other people who belong to Muslim cultures are just, like, just different cultures just laughing at the toilet paper <laughs> phrase. Because uh, we, we all use, like, this watering – it's like a watering can. I don't know how to describe it, but it's called a Lota. And we use toilet paper, but we use other stuff too. And I wanted to write about it. And our editorial editor, I told him, I'm like, I want to write about this because there's jokes like South Asian actors and, you know, everybody in pop culture is making fun of You know, it has jokes. And I, I have some Filipino friends. And this guy t- took a picture of the, they call it a dobble. And he took it a picture of it and he said, I'm ready on Facebook. And I'm like, wait, is it, you guys do that too? And then so it kind of became a conversation. So I wanted to write a column about it. And Tom Mack me. Like oh no, how are you going to keep it uh, tasteful? And I'm like, no, I'll be able to do it anyway. It's like that's what I recommend. That's what I recommend. Start looking into the and bidets have been right. You know, that's kind of like a more modern version of a loja. Bidet sales have been rising up. So I'm just saying, you don't have to use that much toilet paper. So that's what I recommend. Uh, So we. you you could read the article. We, him, yeah, we will
2: definitely be discussing that next week. And I'll, I'll shout out to Tommy mack always looking out for uh, this uphold the standards of good taste for the Chicago Sun Times. Yeah,
0: and 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 you know what? He's actually he's, he's he's like always been a fan of mine. So whenever I write anything, he's always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was a little, he's like a little hesitant, but then when he saw it, he's like, oh, this is this is great. And he's like, I was a little worried. And I'm like, don't worry, I wasn't going to say anything. Like you know well, it wasn't supposed to uh, i realize it's a family newspaper
2: yeah it is but a, it's still the fun time it is a, it's it is a family newspaper they won't uh they they don't spell out words like bullshit uh they do s h blank S-I-I. t
0: i uh, i yeah oh so, you know but we 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 do we're a little more edgier than the Tribune. i know that
2: well the one that i mean we're in a tangent with a tangent but the the one that's always surprises me, Ramana. again, I get home delivery of newspapers. The New York times spells it out fully. Just S-H-I-T. they just S H I T. They just, I'm always shocked when I see it. I know. And, and, and the F bomb too. And Dennis is, they do? yes, oh, okay. they spell it out. And uh, Dennis is always, you know, policing me saying, don't swear, even though it's a podcast. So I'm really good about that usually. Uh, but uh, yeah, the New York times just spells it out. they, I guess some – their argument was Donald Trump says it, so who are we kidding? Well, you know, who are we yeah. protecting?
0: Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I agree with that, too.
2: Uh, and, but
0: uh, I guess just, we never had a president like this, so.
2: No, we've had presidents who swear, but probably – I mean, but obviously yeah, not in public. Not, <laughs> I have to tell you this, Ramon. They didn't
0: tweet that much either, but –
2: I uh, I thought yeah, that ahead. with uh, being uh, in my house almost around the clock, and I'm, I'm like you, I believe in going for walks. I love going for walks. Mar- uh, Mark Sims was teasing me. He goes, Ben, you're lucky you live in a neighborhood where you can go for a yeah. walk. Uh, that and is he, true. We're he, privileged. Yes, uh, and he was absolutely correct when he said that. But um, I, I was surprised that I've not been watching more uh, TV or movies, and I've been reading a lot more. Uh, spending my time, I just finished a book. I want to give a shout out to a, a writer named James McBride. He's a great writer. He's one of my favorite writers. I've uh, heard of him. Uh, yeah, he's, is,
0: where is he, he from? Is he from Chicago? No,
2: he's not from Chicago. He's from New York City. Uh, his memoir. I urge everybody, if you got a lot of downtime, uh, his memoir, which came out, I want to say in the early '90s, late '80s, is called The Color of Water. And James McBride is a man. Oh. Who's what m- is that about? Well, it's, it's his story of his mother, follow me on this. She's a Jewish woman who married a black man and her family kicked her out. They exiled her and she ended up oh. raising her family, James McBride and his brothers and sisters uh, in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Uh, they lived in projects. She, she uh, became a Christian. She joined a church uh, and she was a force of nature. You talk about a powerful mother. Uh, There, I think there was like 10 brothers and sisters and they all ended up getting college degrees and being professionals. And James McBride is, is a great writer. Uh, And so he wrote that memoir and he's become a novelist and uh, his latest novel is called Deacon King Kong, and it's a great read. So I just want to give a huge shout-out to James McBride. Great book, and uh, urge anybody, you got a lot of free time, if you want to read a good novel, Deacon King Kong. It's a, it, it's a fun read. It's about uh, goings-on in Aha! New York City projects in 1969. So Deacon King Kong is the name of the book. That's, yeah,
0: that that's sounds a good, interesting book.
2: You got a lot of time in your hand, Ramana. Start reading, all right? <laughs> I
0: do. I, I I will probably start binge watching shows. So, all right. which pra- I already do. But
2: uh, all right, Ramana, we're going to let you go get you get you uh, back to work and get ready for your okay. conference call with the Sun Times. Thanks so much, Ramana. That thank
0: is, you. That's we'll, from- well. Maybe we'll try video next week.
2: Absolutely. Romana Hussain, every Friday on the Ben Jarofsky Show, the Romano Rundown. Uh, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to bring on Stacey Davis-Gates, correct, D? S-D-G! All right, stick around, everybody. Hey, everybody. What you're about to hear are the piano stylings of Jeff Manuel. M as in Mary, A, N as in Nancy, U, E, L, P, I, A, N, I, S, T, dot com. Take it away, Jeff Manuel. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail.